0: In this episode of the Trophy Dash podcast, I get to talk to McGuire Wolf and Jack Hanlos. They share their experience of riding three laps of the Nashville 90 and then adding 40 miles to make it a solid 300. Stay tuned and see how they did it. All right. Trophy Dash is changing. <laughs> uh, I've been looking for an opportunity to expand this little podcast of mine, and you guys have given me something. Uh, that really lines up with, it, with what I was looking for. Um, I wanted it to be bigger than just like winning little five. I want it to be about really uh, chasing dreams, chasing goals. You know, a trophy can be anything, right? Uh, and what you guys did this last weekend <clears throat> blew me away. <clears throat> and uh, I would like to talk about it with you and expand on it. Because to me, that was a big dream or a goal. Like I don't know how you did it, really. Uh so uh what I'm talking about is I got on Strava maybe Saturday night or Sunday morning and you guys did 300 mile ride. In fact, you did three laps of the Nashville 90. And that blew me away too. Like everyone who comes through Bloomington who rides a bike has heard of the Nashville 90. Most people have done it. It's been written about in magazines, it's been talked about at bars. People have raced on it. They've done it backwards. I even did it at night once with, with headlines and stuff. <laughs> and, and People have joked over the years about doing two laps. Uh, I personally never have, but I've never heard anybody ever talk about doing three laps. So uh, tell me about yourself. Tell me about who you guys are. Introduce yourself. Sort of how old are you? Like, what are you into now? How long have you been riding? Let's hear a little bit of backstory.
1: Go ahead, Jack.
2: Okay. Well, <clears throat> I'm Jack Anlos. I'm 21. Um I've been riding since 15. I got into it um with the cycles, um Norm Hughes, a biking wizard in Bloomington. Um you know, he's been doing it for a really long time. Uh I just got in to this cross country biking trip um through mutual friends. I thought it was crazy, so I signed up. And then, you know, I did it a couple years and Jake Richards got me into um Little Five and tried to get me on Grego which uh I did not do. <laughs> and then I joined the Black Key Bulls because okay. of Norm Hughes. Oh, I see. Uh, So yeah, I just got cold feet, couldn't commit, you know. Um but yeah, and then I and then I joined Black Key Bulls. So um yeah, I I've, I've loved it ever since. This I'm about to start my fourth year on on that and um Yeah, I'm from Bloomington, and I love Bloomington. So, yeah.
0: And, Jack, so you've done a Nashville 90 before. I know your little five team, the Blackie Bulls, you guys do it a few times every year, right?
2: Yeah, actually, mainly. That's what we do. (laughs) (laughs) We have no variety.
0: (laughs) Uh, Do you remember the first time you did that ride?
2: Uh, Yes. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. um which as it is for most people cuz you know it's just like kind of out of left field you don't expect you know 4000 feet of elevation um you know and also like of course we had to push 20 miles per hour average you know just crazy stuff like that um i was skipping poles getting dropped on hills mm. robert strobel um had to push me along um i was begging for stops <laughs> i might have cried. I mean it was bad. Yeah, but but now, you know, I can do three of them. So and then only lot. cry the same amount. So
0: a loud version of hazing, I
1: guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, McGuire, what about
1: you? Hi. Um I'm Maguire Wolf. Uh thanks for having us on, Jim. Yes. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh I'm twenty-two. I've been racing bikes for about two and a half years and um I joined BKB this last year after being on a um different team that just didn't happen to quite work out but yeah I've loved being on BKB so far so yeah
0: and did you ride bikes since you were 15 or when did you get into bikes
1: no um I really only started cycling about two and a half years ago before that um it was primarily like tennis and some running and, um, but my mom used to do like triathlons and Ironman and such. So I kind of got into cycling through that and heard about little five and thought it'd be a, a cool opportunity while I was here at IU to, you know, smash some bikes. Where
0: were you prior to college? Like, where did you go to high school?
1: Yeah. So I, I went to high school up here um, at Hamilton Southeastern, but um my family I primarily grew up in Pensacola, Florida, and that's where all my family is again now, so.
0: Okay, all right. Well, who came up with this idea to do three laps? Like, Tell me the birth of that.
1: Yeah, so um, originally I believe it was Daniel Kang's idea. Hmm. Uh, One of our our recent alumni and who was the president of RC last year. Um, Love him to death, rest in peace um <laughs> <he's> graduated so <laughs> um but yeah he had the idea to sort of do a double Nash 90 as like kind of his last hurrah mm-hmm. um just because like like Jack mentioned it's kind of a Blackie Bulls staple we uh we really love to do our Nash 90s <laughs> um, yeah yeah so he he had the idea for a double
2: and um and then he bailed
1: you bailed up for the first to lap. Yeah. <laughs> he hadn't been, you know, I mean, you graduate, you don't ride for like a month, you know how it is. but
0: yeah.
1: um, really, what happened was one of our alumni had just completed a 300 mile mountain bike race, Jake Miller. Mm. And we were kind of like, well, that's a crazy ride. Like, could we do something like that like in a day? um who and i said no okay so it was originally (laughs) originally we were set for two nash 90s laps which comes out to like 167 168 miles yeah i was like well we're already gonna be out there why don't we try and up the ante nobody i know of has done three nash 90s I haven't even thought about doing a 300 mile ride before. Why don't we go for it? And honestly, I wasn't like even convinced myself that we were going to be capable of going for it or that it would be realistic. But on the outside, I kept saying to Jack and everyone like, we're doing 300. We're going to hit 300 because I kind of had to convince myself as well. And eventually, I managed to um, trick Jack into joining me, and uh, so yeah, it, it, that's how it happened.
0: So Daniel King had an idea of do, to do two laps as a kind of a farewell goodbye to Bloomington.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Was it just going to be the three of you?
1: Uh,
2: yeah. Well, yeah, it was like going to be like four or five people. And yeah, zane Payton was
1: going to join. F- Um, just because he's roommates with Daniel, good friends. Um, Just like a
2: few other Blackie Bowl guys.
1: Yeah, and then um, um, I ended up thinking once I kind of had the idea that I wanted to go further, I uh, I I started a group chat and um, started recruiting some other people like Carson Etner, Joe Ringer, um, other little five uh writers, yeah. Um, just people I knew that were going to be around. And um, so we ended up having like nine of us for the first lap, which helped a lot. Um, but by the second lap, there was only four. And then by the third lap, it was just me and Jack. So,
2: <laughs> Jack, yeah.
0: Jack, when McGuire had this idea, like, what were your first thoughts?
2: Um, I was like, You're crazy. No. <laughs> and like, mcguire didn't even get like food before mile 80 i was like you're not gonna make it like i think you're underestimating it you're crazy mcguire didn't want to stop for subway i was about ready to lose my mind at mile 60 (laughs) and
1: like (laughs) i didn't want to stop because i knew we were running out of daylight (laughs) that's true that's true
2: um yeah so i mean i just didn't think that there was a chance but um you know, as we got more miles down, I was just thinking, like, what, like, we started before the sun rose, so we were already ahead of everything, we had so many miles down.
0: What time did you roll out of
2: town? Uh, 6 a.m.
0: 6 a.m., okay.
2: Yeah, so I was just thinking, what other opportunity am I gonna get, like, this to maybe do 300, you know, like, I... Just figured that there was a very small chance. And, you know, I figured that Maguire can also do 300. So, you know, at least I would have him to go with me on it. So, uh, But we ended up losing so many people oh, yeah. at, like, mile 100 because of <laughs> All me. Right.
1: All right, I got to put this out there. It is 100% <laughs> Jack's fault that we lost so many people. At mile, like, 120, he goes for, like, a 10-minute, like, 270-watt pull and just (laughs) shreds the group and then one guy gets a flat and like four others left with him
2: (laughs) yeah they're like we're just gonna get a uber xl which i don't blame them
1: like it was a great (laughs) ride we really appreciate them coming but jack absolutely put us in a coffin at mile 120 that's when i was like oh god i don't think i can do this
2: (laughs) yeah morale was pretty low but we had joe shout out to joe because he's awesome really cool guy gave me his light that i still need to return to him (laughs) i'm gonna hit you up after this podcast joe and um, yeah, they pulled us for a for a while. We did we did some pulling too, but they put in some monster poles for us and really helped us on the second lap. Yeah. So and yeah. Then Blake oh yeah, yeah, Blake. So
0: he did what? He did, what lap was he on? Second lap. He did lap
1: two with us, and yeah, two. only two. So
0: were, were they tracking you like on GPS or something? Or like, um, many? we just like
1: sent him a text when we were near town.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm curious, what was your longest ride prior to this weekend,
2: each of you? Mine was 230.
0: So, 230. On to cycles or something?
2: On to cycles, yeah. So oh, okay. um Jake Richards, he comes in again. Yeah. He did this with he did um this crazy ride that um Norm Hughes did back in his prime, um from the tip of Colorado to like one third of the way through Kansas. Mm. So extremely foul extremely flat compared to this um a lot of headwinds though but yeah i did that i did that when i was 16 and that was like a terrible ride um definitely didn't hurt as much as this one but yeah that was that was the farthest that i'd done and i really was just aiming for 250 but then we went for the the gold so yeah
1: yeah and then for me my previous longest ride was 157 miles but I had done, like, some big weeks. Like, I had done a 500-mile week previously, so I thought it was possible. I just never done, like, um, all in one day. Mm-hmm.
0: So you, you roll out of town at 6 a.m., still dark. Like When does the sun come up? Are you guys, like, heading towards
1: Freetown? Yeah, so honestly, it kind of came up once we got onto 446, okay. which was pretty nice timing. But it was cold. Like yeah. the first, tell like eleven a.m. It was pretty cold.
2: Yeah, um, everybody was frozen. Nobody like brought gloves, and yeah, so our hands were just like numb for like the two hours. Joints were
1: really tight, for
0: sure. Yeah, but did, did you have a pace you wanted to ride that first lap or the start of it, like a certain watt per kilo or something, mm-hmm. or how'd you control your? Yeah, pace?
1: so I um, I kind of put out in the group chat that I really wanted to sort of ride within our means on the first lap and negative split the second lap. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was just, I didn't really set. I just said, keep it zone two and keep the power the same on the flats as on the hills, because I knew the surging was what's going to destroy our legs Mm -hmm. later on. Um, So, yeah, that, that was kind of the pace for the first lap.
0: And did you not stop until Nashville? Did you skip Freetown? Or... Uh we
1: stopped at Freetown. Yeah, okay. Briefly, yeah. Dollar General there. Yeah, we got there four minutes after the Dollar General opened. So. All right. <laughs> yeah.
2: that was crucial.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, but Dollar General is such a lifesaver. It's right on. Bought a lot of Red Bulls from them.
0: Yeah. Uh so you know what's the actual distance of the National 90? It's like 84 miles or something. I think um, so.
1: Yeah, it's like right? 84 if you do Owl Creek, like 86 if you do Helmsburg. Yeah,
0: this ride was established well before accurate measurements, right? <laughs> Someone probably drove in their car or something 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, do the, you do the first lap. You text some friends. You're coming. You're getting close to town. Uh, do you guys stop for food or breakfast or do you just keep rolling right out after that first lap?
1: Yeah. we So we did like a 15 minute break where anyone can just sort of do whatever they wanted, then meet back at Gates. And I was kind of the one that held us up because my hydration pack like broke. um. So I had to like jerry rig it with Daniel's hydration pack. So that was pretty clutch.
0: So you actually rolled through town and went back to sample Gates. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I went to home, I went home, I got a bunch of food. I made like a whole pot of something the night before, so I was all nutritioned up for the ride. <laughs>
0: uh, so you're still excited, you're still into it, both of you at this point?
1: Yeah, I mean, coming into yeah. lap two, I was honestly the best I had, I had felt the whole day, so that, that, mm-hmm. was, um, that was kind of what inspired us to, to keep moving.
0: Yeah, the weather's warming up, you're picking up some friends yeah uh, and then you go out for lap two are, are you letting other people do most of the polling there so you can kind of sit on or what what's your strategy to get that?
2: actually it was me and Blake that did all the polling huh. and yeah. yeah, and we made everybody else this is this is when that that part when um I pulled high watts for mm-hmm. a while, everybody got tired big mistake in hindsight, you know, but we just were trimming <laughs> the fat so it's okay
1: (laughs) you had to show off
0: a little bit
2: yeah
1: (laughs) um yeah I mean so Blake comes in fresh and he's obviously very strong so he's like Jack I'll pull out whatever you want and then Jack just goes bananas on the front
2: (laughs) yeah
1: and honestly Jack had been pulling a lot throughout the day I'd been trying to be a bit more conservative but like still rotating through when it was my turn so yeah we were trying to do like 15-20 minute pulls hmm
0: anything of note on the second lap any,
1: any um
2: it was fun the second lap was, was it was really fun
1: like if i yeah. ended the ride after the second lap i'd be like wow that was my longest ride and the most some of the most fun i've had on the bike <laughs> Yeah. and um yeah i mean joe and blake just did some monster polls. were really fun to talk to and kept the morale high so yeah the second mm. lap was by far my favorite
2: and we were going fast which was You're so going. good the first yeah, we... lap was painfully slow honestly
1: yeah so, we like upped i forget what our mile per hour i think it was like 18, 17 and quickly. a half 17 on and the a first, half the first, lap. On the
2: first one yeah And i
1: think it was like 18.7 on the second
2: yeah so we were going a lot
1: quicker
0: did you guys go up Owl Creek or did you go up Lanham Ridge or over to Helmsburg?
1: I did Helmsburg for or yeah, I recommended we do Helmsburg to um keep the, the the punches shorter and add the extra little miles because I knew we were going for it at that point. Gotcha. Okay.
0: Uh so you on between laps two and three, did you go back to the sample gates?
2: Uh, no we went, we went, to we went my back house. to
1: jack's house Jack i had house.
2: to charge my garmin because <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i needed a few extra percentage on it um and then yeah me and mcguire we ate some food here maybe drank some coffee oh got some red bulls at kroger afterwards and then um got back to it and i think it was what six six thirty when we left here
1: yeah it was about six thirty um after the second nash ninety and honestly, sitting in Jack's house trying to eat food was I could not get anything down it was, <laughs> it was it was hard to to get going again
0: what what kept you going? What got you back out the door?
1: um I think I kind of just like tricked myself um and would just the Red Bulls. The Red Bulls for sure. The Red Bulls <laughs> are lifesavers. I'm not gonna lie there, because
2: uh, we were like, "Let's go get this Red Bull. It's gonna be so awesome." And that's what kind of got me out the door, honestly. So, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> honestly, having Jack there so that I could like, you know, sort of pretend to be pushing myself and be confident, or at least have someone else to do it with, and be like, "All right, Jack, <laughs> let's smash." Yeah. yeah, we saved music Wait. for the third lap. Oh, okay. Yeah, we knew, um, we knew we were going to need it and be in the pain cave and not really doing much small talk. Two hundred miles in, yeah. So, so yeah, music the third lap was honestly amazing.
2: Nothing needs to be said to each other after mile one hundred and eighty. Yeah, it's a pain.
0: <laughs> you guys roll out of town around six thirty. It gets dark this time of year around nine. Yeah. So it's yeah. some, some point on the ride, the sun goes down. Uh, that's got to be a big moment. Emotionally, it gets colder. Were you prepared for that? And tell me about that when that happened.
1: Um, I guess I'll go. Uh, no, to put it bluntly. <laughs> um, I was not prepared for that at all. That was by far the hardest point in the ride. Um, Because we got to Freetown... Before they um, before they closed at, or we got to Freetown before sunset, um, which was a great stop. But we could see the sun starting to go down. And we were like, okay, we got to get moving. Um, but yeah, once it actually got dark and we had the headlamps on and...
2: We were in Nashville when it was totally
1: dark, basically. Yeah, we got to Nashville... Or a little
2: before when it was like really dark, um yeah, they locked the door at the gas station after we got our stuff, yeah, we which got is there really at like, demoralizing. We got there <laughs> at like nine
1: fifty seven which is like three minutes before they close, so that was super lucky um, but but, yeah, so the mental fatigue of riding in the dark after you've already been on the bike for like fourteen hours was was intense like I enjoy a nice recovery beeline night ride like that's great but I've never done something like this I I was not prepared mentally the like focus required and like the toll of straining your eyes to see where you're going so you don't crash so you know exactly where you luckily we've done so many Nash 90s that it's just like we can do it with our eyes closed at this point yeah um because otherwise if it was like a route I wasn't familiar with like it would have been brutal.
0: You wouldn't have known what's coming up. Yeah. Did you have moments of uh where you almost called for a ride? Like was it ever in limbo there in Nashville?
2: I <laughs> was thinking it but I never said it. Hmm. Basically.
1: I think <laughs> by the time we got to Nashville, we were both very
2: irritable yeah i was irrationally uh, pissed off at mcguire <laughs> honestly
1: and, and i knew that was probably gonna happen just yeah based on what we'd been through so i just did everything i could to like compartmentalize it and just be like <laughs> it's okay jack we'll keep rolling we'll
2: be yeah. okay. like but yeah you were you mcguire was in surprisingly a very good mood at 241 Which is when we were in Nashville. So that really kept me level headed because I was like, I had a short fuse. I was about ready to blow. I don't (laughs) really know what (laughs) could have happened if McGuire said the wrong thing, but he was so level headed that it was hard to like, you know, to, to be mad. So, you know, I, I, I owe a lot to McGuire there for keeping me calm. So, yeah.
1: And I don't blame Jack at all for being that way. I just knew if I wanted us to finish this, I just needed to do everything I can to stay as calm as possible to get us through this ride.
2: Yeah. I remember McGuire was asking me questions, and I was just like, I'm fine. And he was pulling. But I just yelled, like, I'm fine at him, like, three times. And then he stopped asking questions.
0: You guys took turns pulling, just sitting on each other's wheel. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we probably did 5 miles 5 mile poles or something. So, but we even even though it was, you know, at 240, we were still hauling ass. I want to mm-hmm. say, I mean like we were doing like 240 watts in the front. I mean, that's what I was doing. I don't know about McGuire. but like right, I, I think we were clipping along at a good pace. We were we were making the average go up.
1: Yeah, I was really impressed with our legs the third lap. The mental toll was what was eating us alive there.
2: Yeah. But just like once you get warmed up, attitude changes for sure. Um, and like getting a good pull in really just like just like changes everything. Once you get the blood moving, because I was shivering after Nashville, which is really brutal. Um
0: as soon as you leave Nashville, you go right uphill. Yeah.
2: Yes, yeah.
1: That that does not do any favors for your stomach. What
0: what kind of food were you throwing in at Nashville there at two forty? from the gas station
1: um yeah I guess so I can talk about I kind of the night before planned my nutrition in mind for um the idea that I might go for 300 mm-hmm. um so I had like eight bags in my hydro pack of maltodextrin and gatorade mix um which comes out to like 60 grams of carbs or a little baggie um so i just did everything in my power to make sure i was getting at least 60 grams of carbs per hour um but the toll of not eating solid food for most of the ride was, was kind of brutal on my gi um, yeah
2: we were farting so much it was <laughs> crazy <laughs> i was just ripping them left and right it was <laughs> It wasn't yeah, not wrong, <laughs> but anyway keep going mcguire
1: um but yeah so i think i think the only thing i could eat at that point was like potato chips because i just needed something salty and then just chugged down as much liquid as i could
0: uh let's go back to freetown you went by there three times any chance the same worker was there all day long or
1: we were it hoping different for pizza. it it was different people all three times, which honestly we were kind of disappointed with. Because
0: <laughs> did anyone notice you like throughout the day? Like,
1: um, yeah, we had a I couple people. So. I mean, they didn't really notice us like repeats, but we had a couple people be like, "Hey, what are you doing? Like, you <laughs> oh, know, yeah. why are you or like especially early in the morning? Like, why are you guys all out so early and stuff?" Um, mm. That's a fair question. Yeah, so I guess in Nashville though, it was the same woman at the gas station all three times but um
2: i think oh yeah but she didn't even ask yeah <laughs> I, I don't think
1: she was fazed by it at all and i think we're also so like, probably way too deep in the ground to like be having that sort of conversation at that point gotcha. yeah.
0: so you leave nashville you have 60 miles to go but it's not but nashville is only like 20 miles or so from bloomington Ugh. so yeah you get back so we you get back to town like how do what do you do <clears throat> extra,
2: uh forty or so um so we uh where did we go? We went to my place, which was a huge mistake. Oh, yeah. We never should have stopped biking. <laughs> I needed a little more charge on my garmin, <laughs> so <laughs> I had to get an extra fifteen percent. We drank some water, had a little bit of food, and um, I just – I felt totally miserable when we went back out there. We also grabbed a couple jackets too, which was good.
0: What time? Um, of- Say what? What time of day was it?
2: Oh, was it midnight? I think it was probably midnight. midnight. I think it was right at midnight when we got to our place. It might have been like 1210. Um, How many miles yeah, do so you have left? 37. Well-
0: 37 okay
2: That's, yeah it was terrible um so night. we <laughs> i was so mad just <laughs> irrationally of course and so we went to the highway um 446 our home and um we just started doing night rich loops mm-hmm. and we were like this sucks and so i get a call from daniel kang and he's like hey we're gonna come cheer you on and i was like i don't even want that
1: <laughs> and i was like no i think we need that like let's have them come out like even it's like i and i i even texted him separately which i haven't told jack i was like hey oh. we're in a very very sensitive spot right now so just like be very gentle with us yeah
2: <laughs> which they were
1: yeah they, which i they was, was happy
2: about i was ready to fight
0: so <laughs> <laughs> what, what what they do is drive out in their car and cheer for you a few times
2: uh-huh yeah well actually um they offered to like get us food which i was like amen amazing let me get a triple pub burger from wendy's daniel <laughs> provided <laughs> um they got us like a root beer and fries too i think and mcguire crushed that um and then uh uh we i guess we went to the stadium we went to because i my light died on my bike okay the one that joe gave me we were totally blind um mcguire had a uh, a headlamp which like i don't hardly worked i don't know but (laughs)
1: it worked for me but it did not help jack behind me at all
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so we went to the stadium because there was light there Um, tried to get in a few miles and then we're like, this sucks too. So (laughs) we, we were just, we were really sad. But, um, once we got that food, we took a break on the curb. I ate my triple pub. He just healed my soul. And then, um, we took a Bethel loop as as our victory lap. Um, and Zane, one of our, uh, the black key bull guys, he drove behind us with his headlights just because mm-hmm. we didn't have any lights. Um, okay. And we did that, and it was good. And Maguire was doing 300 watts, and I he was dropping me. Nice. On the Bethel loop.
1: The I away. wanted it over so bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know yes. what it in
2: Maguire, but he had some crazy legs at 290. <laughs>
1: like- <laughs> so basically, um, yeah, we roll in – back to b-town i'm like jack why don't we like just go straight to frontage like we can maybe stop at the gas station real quick and then go straight to frontage because i was like i'm trying to keep us moving I, it's a good place to just crank out 37 miles real quick there's like natural light or artificial light that's enough for us to feel decent and jack said hell no
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true and I was like, yeah. uh, I wasn't going to argue with them. So I was like, okay, we'll figure it out. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. But yeah, so we do Night Ridge. I got really bored of that fast. Jack's light dies. We go start doing campus loops. Um, We start doing stadium loops. And I'm like, I am going to go insane if I do another stadium loop. I need to, like, get out on the road. So I was like, Jack, we're doing Bethel. And he really didn't want to come with me. He just wanted to keep doing same loops. I was like, no, I'd love the weather for 280 something miles. You're coming with me. <laughs> we're going to finish this. I finally put my foot down <laughs> and, and yeah, so we did the Bethel loop tooled around our separate ways for like the last mile. And then we were done. <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah.
0: You get in on your garment.
1: Finally mm-hmm. enough juice. Hmm. yeah i was honestly really scared that i wasn't gonna like feel happy about finishing it just because i was so mentally drained mm-hmm. and until i hit that 300 mark i just screamed like once i hit it i i just screamed i was like thank god i actually feel something and like i'm happy about this like in the moment um but yeah so
0: and what time is it now when oh. this happens? Three in the morning or something? 2.45 is 25. when I got
1: done. I, yeah, about like 2.30 for me. But,
2: yeah.
0: Uh, do you go to bed now and try to get some sleep? Or are your legs still pedaling while you're trying to rest? Like,
1: I um, The first thing I did was get on my kit because that was, you know, i have been in the same kit for... 20 something hours well,
2: um, Maguire went streaking actually that's
1: <laughs> 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 definitely didn't happen but <laughs> i did lay on my floor just for about 30 minutes honestly i was depressed because it's like 3 a.m and you're not gonna get any kudos then so <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you did though
1: i got like six which you got was- quite a few <laughs> um but yeah so i i went to mcdonald's and just like bought everything i could to eat because i was starving <laughs> um after i had mustered the energy to get off my floor um it was the the sleep that night was terrible because you're like cortisol levels are so high still we had chugged like six red bulls throughout the day and i don't drink caffeine really so like I'm just wired like in the weirdest way and uh, yeah I think your body is just still in full like repair slash like fight or flight mode so you're just not gonna get any good sleep no way
2: yeah mine was terrible too same experience I was like up multiple times um and I worked the next day so that was pretty bad too I
1: called off (laughs) i
2: (laughs) i was like there's which i
1: insane kudos to jack for working the next day i was like there's no way in hell i'm getting up for work (laughs) i uh, just have
2: a hard time saying no that's why i got that's why you got me to do the ride with you
0: (laughs) uh strava says you guys took you almost 21 hours total yeah moving time was about 16 hours and 40 minutes And somewhere around fourteen thousand foot of climbing, Uh, you have different numbers for both you guys, but um, an average speed of like eighteen miles an hour. So that is cooking for all day. Uh, What you you mentioned kudos? Like what what did your peers think afterwards? What did people think you guys were nuts, or did you get a lot of? How'd you do that? It caught my eye.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, mainly people just thought I was crazy. (laughs) They were like, "How? I mean, I guess they were just like, how, how, how did you do that? You know, they're always like, um, you know, I can barely bike three miles, you know, they always, they always do that. And, um, yeah, I mean, um, people, people, they just were, were in awe really. And just like super surprised that, um, you know, anybody could really do that and um and with the elevation too because they all mentioned you know they know it's so hilly out in out in Nashville so um yeah yeah
1: i mean pretty similar i was just kind of called crazy and insane and um i mean you know like i guess everyone was like very shocked and congratulatory um my parents weren't exactly happy about the ordeal (laughs) um at least I definitely stressed them out with how long I was writing because they ended up like staying up to make sure I finished um I didn't uh, even tell my parents (laughs) (laughs) well yeah I was like (laughs) I knew um, I knew if they saw on Strava I did 300 miles and didn't tell them I was prepping for that. They were not going to be very happy.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Um,
1: but, yeah, I mean, it really helped to have, like, sort of Daniel texting me throughout the day, um, sort of asking for updates, how we're feeling, giving us, like, a lot of encouragement. Um, same with the other guys we rode with. Everyone was super nice, super... <clears throat> super supportive um and yeah i mean it was a it was a cool experience definitely the most kudos i've ever got on a ride um which like sometimes you just sometimes that strava clout gives you the extra push
0: <laughs> uh you guys are obviously friends teammates what did this do for your uh i guess relationship or your friendship And maybe now, and you know, these kind of things pay dividends down the road, right?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're always going to be talking about this day, Mm me and McGuire, you know, because very few people have done this type of thing, and you know, done it with somebody else. Um, So, I mean, it definitely strengthened the bond that we got, and um, you know, yeah, it will, it will pay dividends (laughs) down. Down the future. So yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess for me, um, I made the joke to Jack that we're we're trauma bound now. <laughs> um <laughs> and uh I guess to sort of just um yeah, briefly talk about what I think it means for us like going forward and for like BKB in general. Obviously we didn't qual this last year. Um and that was really hard for us all to um mm-hmm digest but um honestly raced weekend was a fantastic experience like we really wanted to be out there of course that's during the race that's all we're thinking the whole time but we had like so many alumni still come down and we spent a lot of time with them because like we weren't there focused on like the race and getting locked in and such we had a lot of time to um sort of connect with everyone previously and uh, since it was my first year I learned a lot more about the team and and everyone involved um and I think it was a really really rewarding experience that definitely you know helped jumpstart us to do something like this and I mean I think everyone on that team on the on BKB really has that same fire in them right now and We're really excited for next year. Um, I think we're in a really good place right now and have a really good attitude about it all.
0: Fantastic. What does the rest of your summer have for you guys? Anything else of this nature planned or any other adventures?
2: Nothing like this, but probably races in July, you know, maybe late June. So, but yeah, I want to get out there. I know McGuire's definitely got some races on the schedule. I think we're probably going to do some together, try to beat each other. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, we got some races lined up. Grace Williams actually texted me It was like, hey, do you want to do another 300 later this summer? Like That would be an awesome experience. I was really jealous of it. I was like, I'm going to need some time to to sit on that, maybe mentally recover from the experience before I, before I consider doing something like that again. But, but yeah, so I think that's where we're at.
0: Well, would you have any advice to anybody who's going into it and trying to do something like that again? Like, so what, what, what did you learn from it? Either emotionally, physically, prep wise.
1: Um, Yeah. Ahead, um,
2: dude, sorry. food is the most important thing <laughs> you just got to keep the fuel reserves topped off you know and also just like hydration can't not can't go without water you know it's it's nice to have two water bottles I only had one the whole time because I'm stupid <laughs> <laughs> but like <laughs> um it's just like it's really it's really good to have that uh gas in the tank um can't underestimate it uh, and start extremely early. Hmm. So definitely you have to start before the sun comes up because otherwise the end of the day is going to be the worst experience ever. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. yeah, for me, um, I think I probably would have started about two hours earlier. Um, I think the mental toll of writing in the dark would have been a lot more manageable at the start. Um, I highly recommend getting at least like 60 grams of carbs per hour, like at the minimum, like you just need to be putting as much fuel as you possibly can in your body and just like, don't even worry about anything else. And then also caffeine is like literally cheating. So (laughs) just save it for, um, same, yeah, with the, back end. Yeah. Same with the back half. Yeah. Same with music. Having music for the first time like 12 hours into the ride was like a magical experience. <laughs> um and yeah, I mean, honestly, like I think anyone's really, I mean, I wasn't a good cyclist when I started. Um, anyone's really capable of this if you love the sport and you love the time you put into it. Um that's the only reason I'm doing something like this uh yeah I mean I think it's a really rewarding experience and you have a lot of time for self-reflection and it feels really good to accomplish something this like something that's monumental and I mean it's a it's something you can take into like every other aspect of your life so it's uh it was a powerful experience for me for sure.
0: Oh, it's amazing. You guys should be proud of yourself for even thinking about doing it. And then, you know, it's one of those rides where you have to commit to it because there's only one way around, right? So when you take that left on the 58, like you're committing. (laughs) And you guys did that three times and then a bunch of other stuff. That's impressive, especially for a, a 22 year old and a 21 year old, you know, sometimes that kind of mental strength takes a while to. Develop. So kudos to both of you guys. Thanks for sharing the story with me. And good luck. Yeah,
2: it's our time. pleasure. Of course. Yeah, good,
0: good luck the rest of the summer. I'll see you out there racing. And of course, uh, I'll be cheering for you and Little Five season starts back up and you guys get your team back on track.
2: Yeah. Thank great. you very much. We're really excited. So yeah. it's going to be a great year.
0: All right. Thanks again, guys. Get yeah, some sleep.
2: Abs- yeah. Absolutely. Have a good one.
0: Thank you, Jack. Thank you, McGuire. Just a fantastic story and I'm just happy for both of you guys to accomplish something so big like that. Good luck with everything.